What's up, everybody? Hey, welcome back to Don't Be Scared, the podcast. Um, side note, everybody, I know it's been a while. It has been a while, but um, it's been a lot of different changes um, going on here at Don't Be Scared, but we're glad to be back. Um, consider it like uh, this is season two, right? Um, but just to let anybody and everybody know, this is a podcast that's going to inspire you to overcome your fears and chase your dreams. That is our whole goal here. And today, of course, our main topic, what we usually are going to be talking about going forward is imposter syndrome. So this is a feeling that can plague even the most successful people. But don't worry, because we've got a story that will inspire you and believe in yourself today. Um, so if you don't know, I'm a huge basketball fan. And the basketball season is back, and boy, is it back in full effect. I'm truly a huge fan. I'm a big Oklahoma City Thunder fan. Uh, Shout out to the Thunder. Um, One of the things that I want to talk about today is a player that actually came out of nowhere to me last year. Um, He's playing with one of the greatest players of all time, my favorite player, uh, LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want to talk about Austin Reeves today. Um, this guy is actually a guy that we can learn a lot from when it comes to a positive syndrome. And, um, now this guy is, you know, he was on a world team over the summer and now he's slowly, but I don't want to say surely, but slowly, but surely maybe, you know what I'm saying? Becoming a superstar in the NBA. Um, so like I said today, uh, we, we about to talk about NBA specifically. Let's talk about Austin Reeves. Um, you know, this guy, if you don't know too much about him, you know, we're going to cover a a couple of different things, but, but basically he plays for the Lakers. So that's the reason why everybody knows who he is right now. Um, he, he got with the Lakers back in 21 and then from there, he's kind of just made a name from, for himself. Um, you know, when he got his debut and, um, he really just stepped up his game, especially later on in last season to where they just needed people to step up. And, um, you know, he stepped up with his points, rebounds, and assists. Not only, like I said, at the end of the season, but really in the playoffs. The dude started hooping. The dude started going off in the playoffs. And, um, you know, that, that led over to him being picked as one of the people that was going to represent USA uh, during the FIBA World Championship. However, you know, we know how that played out um, in America. But, you know what I'm saying? Great experience that he got from that. Uh, but, but, uh, he, he's definitely grinding and only getting better. And, um, this is just an incredible story, uh, that, that we can all resonate with, to be honest. Um, especially being in the NBA, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, like imposter syndrome impacts a lot of different people. And, you know, we talked about certain sectors that imposter syndrome is prevalent in. Um, STEM being one of those, if you don't know, STEM is science, technology, engineering, and math. So, uh, I talked to a couple people from the science industry, as you can tell, please refer back to those old interviews. Um, but imposter syndrome can definitely be in those industries, but as well as you especially see, uh, imposter syndrome in high competition fields. So for example, you can see this in sales, you know, even though we're, you're all on the team on the sales team, but you know, you still got your leaderboards so that can impact you. But as well as we see this in professional leagues, and one of those is the NBA, the national basketball, um, association. 
right? Or WNBA, NFL, any any pro league for the most part, uh, major or minor, doesn't really matter. Um, there is definitely uh, a possibility that some of these players can be or are experiencing imposter syndrome. One of the key factors that we're going to learn about today before we get more into Austin's uh, journey is mental toughness and resilience, right? One of the things that you can do to continue to, you know, push through imposter syndrome is just to keep going. Uh, because once you stop, then that's basically it. It has won. So let's talk about Austin Reeves. Um, like I said, like this dude did not get to where he he is, you know, overnight. That's that's typically how it seems. Like I'm not going to lie when I when I saw him on the Lakers game uh, last year. You know, because I was looking at LeBron, I was like, "Who is this? Who is this out of nowhere coming and helping the King? Who is this?" Um, but this dude, like, it, it seemed like it happened overnight, but it wasn't, y'all. It, it literally wasn't. Like, he put in work, he put in effort, and you know, what I'm saying the coach saw that and put him in the game, and then LeBron saw that and gave him the ball. You know what I'm saying? So he doesn't necessarily do that with everybody. Y'all know, you know, if you've been looking at LeBron for over the years. So he has put in the work and, and everything to get to where he's trying to go um, overall in his journey. Um, so about uh, Austin Reese, I just want to, like I said, I just want to paint the picture of this guy real fast um, so that we could break down how you can take his journey right with you. Um, so this dude, Austin Reeves, you know, did basketball player all his life for the most part, like most people are, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people like playing ball. Um, he actually, you know, uh, attended school in Arkansas and he was, he was pretty cold. I mean, he won back to back class two A state titles the very first two years that he was playing ball, um, in high school. That's an amazing accomplishment. That, that y'all see that point I'm pointing out here. He has accomplished something that many people don't do. Even if it's two A, three A, who cares? He won a state title, not once, but back to back champion. Um, another thing to point out: this dude has done things that many people cannot say they have done. He scored seventy three points, seventy three points in a high school game, man. And and in high school, he like I said, he was just balling out um uh, to eventually in his senior year um he won the state title um in this case for 3a and you know he was averaging over 30 points he was mvp of the tournament like this dude was a baller like he got picked all state selection all that type of stuff he was a baller he was great you know he had accomplished many things all this in high school crazy um, and then if you follow his career, he eventually went to Wichita State, all right? So freshman year, he's at Wichita State, and unfortunately, um, he had to go through some surgery, you know what I'm saying? Um, he had he had some shoulder issues because um, something tore, so he had to basically go in surgery for those shoulders. Um, however, even still playing, through you know he he played through those surgeries not not his best take right but he still played through so eventually he had just had to shut it down for the whole year his sophomore year still at wichita state uh he got a lot better um after the surgery healed 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then um he eventually uh increased his points per game and his rebounds that second season. And uh that just shows what? Resilience, right? You have to be resilient in some cases. Um, because you know, like I said, this dude's accomplished in high school. This dude is a legit baller, you know what I'm saying? And and then not only is he a legit baller, like he looks he looks apart. You know, this dude's six five. 200 pounds you know what i'm saying like dudes balling um so at the sophomore year you know people saw that you know people saw those accomplishments and um through that resilience because like i said like you know it, it, it's crazy seeing the sports world you know i know a lot of people who who are athletes and um you know some good some bad and you know when you get those surgeries or those injuries it definitely uh, makes you rethink his life um, or your life or, or whoever's life, you know, rethink your life in general because, you know, you're on the sidelines and you're thinking of something like, can I do this? Can I can I really do this? You know what I'm saying? You know, even though I, I, I've been past state champion, you know what I'm saying? Can I really can I really do this? You know what I'm saying? Um, so that, that just points out, like I said, key word, key point of the day, resilience. Dude is resilient. He's not stopping. And that is something to take account of when you're thinking about imposter syndrome. You know, um, you know, there's there's a couple of tools that you could use. Um, but I just want to point out one of those tools. And the main tool that I want you to take away today is keep going. Because this is a keep going story. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this isn't the end. This is only the beginning. You know what I'm saying? So you got to keep going and going. You know, if, if you feel like you, you have those doubts, just remember those past feats that you have on your resume man but anyway let's get back to Austin so after his sophomore season you know he he then transferred to Oklahoma and uh he he actually had to set out you know what I'm saying but he was redshirted so during that time you know he finally got a chance his opportunity at OU and boy did he take that chance um, when he played TCU one time, um, he, he got a career high. Like I said, he was a baller and he got 41 points, six assists and five rebounds. And they actually beat TCU. Um, it was crazy. It was, it was a crazy game. And then that game really had people looking at him. Um, going into his junior year, you know, he increased his points again um points rebounds just everything was just overall better and um because of that he was actually a big 12 all newcomer team so he made the all newcomer team that's something that goes down in the big 12 and um during his senior year um he has some once again remarkable games and he really showed out and um during that year right uh they made the ncaa tournament so that was big for ou and um, he, he really showed out. Um, however, they did lose, um, you know, once they got to the second round. Uh, who they lose to? They lost to Gonzaga. You can't be mad at that. You know, but he balled out. He got 27 points during that game. And um, like I said, his senior year, uh, like I said, he, he had increased his points from all the way back from Wichita State to averaging 18 points, five rebounds, four assists his senior year. And because of that feat, 
he uh, got the honor of being first team all Big 12. That was huge. You know what I'm saying? So that was very huge senior year. You can see, right, he had improved. He had resilience. He kept going. And he did not let that stop him. You know what I'm saying? Being playing around other people who were, you could argue, more accomplished than he was, but he did not let that scare him or stop him. So after that senior year, he declared for the draft. Um, now, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, like everybody has their own, you know what I'm saying, journey with everything. Now, once he could, once he declared for the draft, right, um, in 21, he, he actually was undrafted. Um, he, he actually went undrafted. So let background real fast. Um, he, so he was undrafted technically, but he was undrafted because he was selected 42nd pick of, he was his 42nd pick overall and Detroit picked him. Um, so he was, he, he was drafted, but he declined it. So that's the reason why he's undrafted technically. So because of this, he did something a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, like I said, you know what I'm saying? You know, the, the, the two key words, the two points I want y'all to take away from the story is resilience. Okay, the resilience. And then and then also we're going to get to the second point, but resilience. And even at this time where he was like, okay, I'm not really sure about this. So he's going to step away. Why did he step away from Detroit Pistons? Um, well, if anybody who watches basketball you know that Detroit was very cold in the early 2000s when you had Rip, Chauncey, Ben Wallace, Rasheed, all them boys. They was cold. They won a national, uh, you know, won the title, everything. However, it's been a different situation since then. So he probably declined it because he just wasn't sure about the Pistons. He was like, you know, he'll take his chances doing something totally different. So, 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 so we said, right, he, he decided to decline the Pistons, right? And then what he decided to do was he decided to sign a two-way contract with LA, the LA Lakers, you know what I'm saying? And then this leads me to my, my second key point or not even my key point, man. I just really got two words. I don't want to say points. I just, I got two words for you. That's it. The first word we said was resilience. The second word is uphold. Now, Dr. J, why is the second word uphold? Well, stay with me. All right. Stay with me, y'all. So, like I said, we're looking at this dude's journey because this dude's journey is something, something a little crazy. So, he signed a two-way contract with L.A. And then he makes his NBA debut in October. Um, And... He, he, he does pretty well. He got eight points the very first game. He came off the bench with Phoenix. Um, December, he had a couple of good games. And then he actually had a game-winning point uh, against Dallas. Crazy. Um, and the reason why the, I said the second word for specifically this story is uphold is because you got to think about who he's playing with. Who is that man playing with? LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? He's playing with LeBron James. So if you ever heard about LeBron James, what is his nickname? They call him the King. So being in the King's court, what do you have to do? You have to uphold a certain scent. You know, he has to uphold a certain standard. 
He has to uphold a certain standard. So that is that happens to us all, right? We get around people. People with the same accomplishments to a degree as us. So in this case, you around LeBron James, Austin Reeve, right? You're around LeBron James. Both of y'all is playing in the NBA. Don't get it twisted. Both of y'all are in the NBA. Y'all got the same accomplishments. By definition, you're an NBA player and LeBron James is an NBA player. You got the same thing. Y'all the same thing. Please, people, don't go crazy when I say they the same. I'm not saying that they're the same. I'm just saying that they are the same NBA. They're in the NBA. All right. They're both NBA players. Okay. Now, this is what I'm getting at, right? Uphold. If you're around greatness, in that case being LeBron James, you're going to feel this pressure to uphold that greatness. So take it even in your career, right? Once you get in your career, you're new to your career. You're the new person in the office. And then you're around all these other people that has more experience than you. That could be just more talented than you. But it's up to you to uphold, right, that standard. So just like with Austin Reeves, he had a duty to uphold playing with LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and all them boys in L.A. So... How does that impact you? That can impact you a lot of different ways, right? Because that pressure, right? Or that those feelings, right? That's where we, you know what I'm saying? That's where the imposter syndrome or the imposter phenomenon, what I like to call it, starts to creep in and mess with your mind, right? Because this phenomenon, you know, these feelings can lead to our behaviors, you know what I'm saying? So if you let these feelings get to you on a mental level, that can impact your behavior, in this case, in the game, right? If you let those feelings and if you feel like you're not good enough to be playing with LeBron James and be on the same team, the same court, on the same side of the equation, right? What's going to happen? Well, there's a couple of different behaviors that could happen, all right? I'm not going to go in detail with that episode, right? I'm not going to go in detail with that right now. But, you know, a, a couple of different things could happen. For instance, if you felt that pressure, you could feel like, oh, man, this is this is too much pressure. Right. Especially if you perform in one game, they're going to expect you to do what? Perform again. You an NBA player. Just like LeBron James. But if you feel like you have these feelings that could potentially impacts your behavior what's going to happen is that that behavior is going to impact your potential and that's the scary thing about imposter phenomenon y'all is that it limits your potential so what happens with austin reeves is he don't let imposter phenomenon impact him and matter of fact going to the next year in that same season right a couple years later he starts to ball out like he starts to get better and better. And now people are starting to notice him. All right. He got he. So people are starting to notice him. He got a shoe deal. All right. Little things like that. And then it finally takes flight. You know, when the Lakers, you know, what I'm saying went on that run last year. So, like I said, man, this didn't happen just over, you know, 
one game, two games, even 80 games or one season. This happened over multiple years to where he had to once again uphold and be resilient. Two key words I want you to take away from today with this journey is that you're going to have to have resilience in your journey. Things are not going to go up. Things are going to go down. You know, you're going to have trials and tribulations, but you're going to have to have resilience, right? So the first thing that I want y'all to do is this is going into my brave theme. So anybody has been to any of our workshops, understand what brave is. But for my people that are listening to the podcast, I want to just tell you about a acknowledge your journey and brave. So you want to acknowledge your journey. In this case, we have to acknowledge the journey of Austin Reeves. Um, this guy was a baller to a However, even as a two-way, he probably felt a little something when he went to Wichita State, right? Until ultimately he transferred to OU where he was then red-shirted. Once again, showing another resilience on another mental toughness um, on a whole nother level, right? So he had to show the resilience when he was drafted dead last, basically. I mean, he still got drafted. That's still a good, that's, uh, that's an accomplishment, you know, but then he said, oh, let me take a chance on myself and do something that is totally crazy and let's go ahead and sign with the Lakers. Then after that, we transition to the next word I want you all to pay attention to, uphold, because now you're around all this greatness and then you have this pressure, these feelings that are going to creep in and have self-doubt to question whether you should be on the same stage as these other players even though you're in the same thing you got the same title nba player but in his head he's upholding the greatness which he did and he is continuing to do so next time when you're going through your journey right I need y'all to remember these two words, be resilient and uphold. Now, even in this case, right, wherever you're at, whatever organization you are in, remember that you're trying to uphold the organization greatness, but also you want to uphold your own greatness. All right. That's more leading to the E in Brave, but that's for another day. Okay. So once again, man, take take the two words from Austin Reeves' journey. Like I said, I'm a big NBA fan, and I've been loving and seeing what I'm seeing with Austin Reeves. I'm an L.A. fan as myself, but also shout out to Thunder. Just shout out to OKC Thunder. Um, But Austin Reeves, he had to overcome being untrafted to eventually get a triple-double big time and then balling out in the NBA on his way to becoming a star in this league. So once again, y'all, Take this story and think about it, right? Think about it and apply it to yourself. You know, Austin had to put in the work and you're going to have to put in the work. Austin had to stay positive. You're going to have to stay positive, right? You're going to have to be mentally tough and resilient to uphold your standards. But the key thing, and this is the key thing I want you all to always remember with imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome only wins if you stop. So what does that mean? You must keep going. All right. Don't be scared. I'll catch you on the next episode.